0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Alex and this week I'm joined by the very unprofessional Dell Driver.
1: Hello, why am I unprofessional? We'll come back to
0: Again. that in a second. And the very professional Matt Pursley.
2: I'll take that as a compliment. Exactly. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the better compliment. <laughs> Matt is
0: always nerd. exceptional at work, I like to think. You know, he always puts in 110% and uh, delivers what he promises, whereas you, Dale...
1: Is this my review for the year? Are you is, doing yes. it on the podcast? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this is border. being sent straight to <laughs> HR,
0: Ziff uh, yeah. Davis. Right. Uh, it's just, look, put your bottle on the table, that's it. No, not on the table, on the floor. And get me. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I always have it on the table for some reason, I don't know. But yeah, i moved it onto the
0: floor for you. You're just doing some kind of crazy reach around. Nobody wants that, <laughs> Nobody wants that on the podcast, do <laughs> I don't
1: want that either. No. So you haven't been here for a little while. Uh, well I was away over the weekend and Monday and Tuesday I guess as well but yeah I'm back now I was in San Francisco I was going to say that's what we're building up (laughs) to I don't really care how long Uh, you're away uh, Matt were you on last week's podcast
2: Uh, yes Yes.
1: Uh, so I think they briefly mentioned Cardi was going to San Francisco
2: yeah everybody knows that Cardi is away for a week he's still over there we don't want him back we do but not now Uh, I didn't slack off there for a week (laughs) I was
1: just in and out bish bash bosh Yeah, I don't know
2: if we fully experienced What the mission was, though. Okay. Are you allowed to tell us what the mission was?
1: Yeah, I think so. To win. Yeah, I don't see why not. So, uh, me, Jesse, and Cardi went over there to play Rainbow Six Siege, but against our US counterparts who do a show called On the Six. So, here's a question Mm -hmm. Why did they pick the B team to go
0: over there? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Some might say it was uh, so. We definitely, Cardi is, I would say, our best player. Yep. So, he was the most consistent, definitely. Yeah jesse has got you know youthful twitch skills he's also good on mouse and keyboard as well he's the wild card he's definitely the wild card he makes some rash
0: decisions he can have 13 kills or be killed 13 times (laughs) in a split second
1: and i went because i organized it so i'm going (laughs) right you're the dad of (laughs) the trip but yeah i don't want to reveal how when the video's coming out i believe in about a week or so maybe a little bit longer don't hold me to that but we had a good time i won't tell you what happened but it was good fun
2: Cool. Who were you against? Who, of the so US we were against team? Sydney, mm-hmm. uh,
1: Destin, and Jordan Parker. So I believe he's an editor. So, so I think he does anything on camera except for this.
2: Yeah, yeah, and Jordan's quite well known. He takes siege seriously, right?
1: Uh, he definitely takes FPS's seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, in the morning, we went in and we had to shoot a little piece to camera, like introducing ourselves to the audience. Yeah. And uh, Jordan was in there behind us, and obviously, once we started rolling, he left the room. Yeah. But before, and he was just in there all morning practicing, <laughs> endless practicing. I was like, "Is this cool?" Because like I'm jet lagged here, and like, I could do with some practice time as well. Didn't have the opportunity. We to practice, practice enough. <laughs> that is true. And they were quite surprised to find out that we play every single day. I think they thought... Fu- they thought we liked it, but they didn't realise that how dedicated we truly well, you, are.
0: You were saying earlier that you were in bed reading the patch notes, which <laughs> is right. Nice like, yeah. Oh my God, what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I couldn't get to sleep, and I just saw a tweet about the patch notes, I was like, "So I'm going to read you this."
0: Romantic devil, interesting.
1: <laughs> You'll be thanking me when the pa- when the patch comes and you can't understand why something's changed. And I'll explain
2: it to you. <laughs> reading right. out the reducements of uh, Legion's goo mines to yeah. your wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you ever um, did you used to do that with Overwatch as well? well patch notes
2: yeah I mean I used to read them because I used to present a show about Overwatch (laughs) I never did it in bed I remember the early days of Overwatch when we played it religiously I would yeah I would look forward to reading the patch notes as well
1: I don't think I've ever read the patch notes of any any game game. no I do I love reading them. patch notes tend
2: to be more fun for (laughs) Overwatch because you get Jeff Kaplan from the Overwatch team come on and do his little dev diaries which they they, they need a face for Rainbow right they can Mm. do a dev diary they've got no one
1: I think the most interesting part for me is not necessarily seeing what the changes but why they implement Mm-hmm. change like why are you changing this weapons shot power from 24 to 21 yeah. it's really interesting it's too powerful well yeah they're looking <laughs> at they're looking at lots of diagrams aren't they and lots of uh data and i suppose and working on that, that stuff doesn't
0: out. sound very interesting it
1: Is to me right <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff
0: well while you were away we didn't really play siege at all no no um mainly because Best there wasn't enough right of it. us yeah, yeah that's yeah, it yeah. um we played uh the hunt showdown mm. Which has been in early access for quite a while, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it came out on PC in early access, like maybe in 2017. I'm right to say, I think. Yeah, it feels like but that. it's only over the last kind of three months. I think it's been coming out at like 1.0 full release. And last week it came out on PS4, which is yeah. what we play on. Yeah. Mm.
1: So do you know anything about it, Dale? Not really. I believe when it first launched, uh, some uh, a Welsh gentleman who used to work in this <laughs> office went and. In- did some sort of preview coverage of it. That's hmm. all I remember about it. I know it's you're a team of three, and there's other teams of three in the world, much like a sort of uh, battle royale sort mm-hmm. of situation. That, and then it's something to do with monsters and you're, things where well, you're hunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, there is well, there's multiple targets, isn't
2: there?
0: But your depends contracted. on what map
2: you. Well, I say what map you're on. The map is always the same, I think. But sometimes mm-hmm. it puts two targets on. Sometimes it just puts one.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And but the idea is is that you've got to go and follow clues mm-hmm. to find and ultimately kill. The monster. That's, That's distilling good. it into its very basic form. So is it there like, is more complexities. Than, than is that.
1: it like Monster Hunter? Is it takes a long time to fight, or is it, or, the, or is the battle getting to it?
0: Well, it's like I think both. really. Yeah, the yeah. battles is obviously you've got to find the clues, but the whole environment is triggered to like basically reveal other people. So if you hear gunshots nearby, then you know that you've got other hunters yeah. that you've either got to avoid or tackle f- face on. Uh, And then, you know, when you get to the point when you found the clues, you know where the enemy is, where the main monster is. Mm. When you start shooting, obviously, all hell is kind of breaking loose. But then once it's dead, you've got to banish it. And then everybody on the map knows, right, that's being banished. So everybody bundles over to that spot. And it takes forever yeah oh so the, the
2: banishing is very much like because it's the monsters are very kind of bloodborne eldritch horror sort okay. of things so you've got like there's a giant spider who I guess is the most obvious one but yeah. there's also the butcher who's like this huge ogre that's had his head cut off and replaced it with a pig and he can spit fire I hate it when that happens <laughs> yeah exactly then you've got the assassin which is sort of like this hooded spectral thing that can like disappear and okay. reappear elsewhere but yeah if you manage to kill them and like they take a lot of yeah. bringing down when you kill them you start doing this banishing ritual which like probably it feels like it takes half an hour but yeah. I reckon it's like it's, two it's minutes it's a couple of minutes yeah, um, yeah a, ban-
1: a ritual you yeah, say yeah so yeah so you're all just sitting there like gathered around a... her. Uh, you don't well, you no don't no no like, <laughs> it, that happens while but you like defending
2: yeah oh yeah. it's like a zone or something exactly yeah, yeah but guess. when you start doing it effectively because everybody has what's called dark vision which is what they use to figure out where to go so it's like you know how Jason has the Jason vision in um, I do the imagine that yeah but when people use dark vision while you're banishing they can literally see like bolts of lightning coming out the sky to where you are oh my god so everybody starts going for it because the whole game of the game basically is once you've banished uh, like one of these monsters you take a bounty coin off the Mm. corpse and you've just got to get out of there and there are like four kind of exit spots on the map and obviously if People, if you've got, like, a team, because you don't always have to go in as three, you might only be going in as one. Okay. If you're going in as one, you're probably not going to yeah. defeat that monster. So what you do is you hide outside, yes. you wait for Just someone like to kill ambush. the monster, take it, shoot them on the way out, and then peg it. So, the-
1: so is the game, is there only ever one monster that everybody's
2: chasing. Sometimes there's two and what it does is it all sort of split the map in half and then like if you're finding clues in the bottom half it starts to because when you find a clue what it does is it blanks out sections of the map and it's like don't look here look in these bits that are lit up. So if you're finding stuff in the bottom half of the map that's for one contract if you're finding in the top half that's for the other one. So when there's two contracts on the map it it sort of makes the game a little bit easier Mm. because you might only be going up against another two teams but if everybody's looking for the same one Mm. then obviously the tension is increased.
1: So, how do you, is it like a battle royale situation where there's one team left standing, or is that the one that catches no. the bounty in, or no, it's, it's the
0: team that escapes, team that okay. escapes. So you've got to grab the bounty and mm-hmm. escape. So you could literally get right, and then you've got to wait for what thirty seconds, I think, yeah, by, to get out. by the, the cart to escape. So you could have your bounty stolen there, and somebody could run off with it.
2: I've done that. Okay. I fuck um, people. That's up kind the...
1: of like the Dark Zone and Division. A yeah, exactly. As well. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm.
2: yeah a lot cool. like extraction. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's sort of. There's almost a little bit of dishonored or thief to it in that like I think it encourages you to stay quiet. Mm. But as you're quite a lot of the monsters are hidden in like giant factories because it's all like cowboy era, like yeah. Louisiana on the yeah. frontier. So it might be giant wood mills or, or factories or barns. But like they're full of hanging chains. There's always as you're walking through sort of like fields, there are like crows that are feasting on dead corpses, Lovely. and like everything that you're walking past, ducks or yeah, everything like dead horses noise. on the floor that you think are dead, but as you walk by, they start like whinnying and sort oh, of trying really. to get up everything will give your position away so it's about like being real quiet and only letting like the gunshots off when you know that like I can nail this guy how big is the map is it it's quite significant
1: it's a decent size I'd say
2: it's not as big as like a big battle royale but it's certainly it's a sizable world like we
1: didn't
0: encounter that many hunters up until the point where you'd find well Mm -hmm. we did the first game and like and like right at the beginning they happened to be going for the same clue that we were going for but they were being very loud and so we managed to come up behind and take <laughs> most of them out. It,
1: so you're always encouraged to kill other hunters, like you'd not work together necessarily? You, no. Well, could I, you not work with another team to take down a monster and then, then, like, I mean, then I think see who survives?
2: There's no sort of, certainly at the moment, I don't know if this is something they might want to think about adding in, but there's no way to like signal a truce between you and another team. Right, yeah. But I do quite like the idea of you working together to kill it, and then it's like yeah. guns at dawn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's very much like the guns are all like old single-action revolvers or lever-action shotguns and stuff like that. So those battles are really, really tense. Because it's yeah. like if you don't shoot him in the head first go, you've got like a good second before it you takes, can get another yeah. one in the chamber. Yeah.
1: Okay, what about the characters then? Do you, are they just generic dudes, or do you have like
2: heroes that you pick? Or? It's it's odd, right? <laughs> in well, the,
0: yeah, like you suffered. A permanent fatality. Yeah,
2: So it's got permadeath in okay. it. Which is, so for the first ten levels of the game, like you don't have to worry about it to like ease you into mm. the idea. But what you do is there's actually like a recruitment pool, and like how in XCOM you're choosing like just soldiers and you're like hey that guy looks like he's got really good, like. Crates and I really like those and want to use them. So, Hunt's got characters like that. So, you recruit one in. So, the, when they start that, you'll sort of go, Oh, he's got like a revolver with a scope on it. That looks really interesting. Yeah. And he comes with grenades that can stick into things. So, you choose them on that. But then, as you level them up, you can give them cooler abilities. Like, every time you find a clue, they get half their health back. Okay. Or, like, Fan the Hammer is the best one because it suddenly turns a really slow revolver into like a semi machine gun. Yeah. But if you get killed, they're gone forever. That's yeah. mad. So it's like, you have to be very, very cautious. And it's also like, you can have like a recruitment pool where you're like i've actually got five characters on the go mm. so if you're going in with people that you don't really know and you're like maybe i've not got a guarantee that i'll get out of this one alive taking one of your weak characters one, yeah. but oh, like right. if you're in a team with people you know are really good and there's probably a good chance we'll win you take one of your better characters in so
1: you're always you're always leveling up and spec in mm-hmm.
2: yeah a character
1: but then you can lose those i don't know what they call ability points i yeah, guess yeah. something like that mm-hmm. if you if they die yeah okay that sounds cool
2: yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, like I really, I'm surprised at how much I like it. It's because it's so tense. Yeah, but it's also it's not just about being the last man standing. It's like just it's about being clever and figuring yeah. out when's the time to strike. Do I leave now or do I wait a little bit longer? Do I try and steal the bounty from someone or do I get it myself? Like there's always, loads to always think. steal it. From yeah.
0: Someone. <laughs> well, that's it. it reminded me of Evolve at certain okay. times, but then with the added threat of. Other teams who honestly were a greater threat most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because they're just like you know, you've got one big bad. Although, there are lots of are they zombies? So, so, the,
2: yeah, it's like the world has obviously gone to shit, it's not got a storyline, but it's yeah. definitely got had like a zombie uprising. Yeah. So, there's zombies shuffling around all the time, but there's also like dead dogs that come at you, there's like giant fat things that have oh. got machetes. There's like some of the enemies
0: reminded me a little bit of Left for Dead, yeah, and like, like the hive, which is like this mm. bent over kind of female corpse that if you get too close swarms of bees or hornets or whatever they yeah. are come towards you
2: yeah and it's like you have to shoot her in the head really for her to go down but obviously the head is sort of halfway down her spine because of the way <laughs> okay. it's broken
1: in two <laughs> to get yeah. around the back then, yeah. I guess. yeah
2: it's really grisly but like in a fun way
1: yeah, it sounds fun i want to check it mm-hmm. out we should do it
0: mm. let's put rainbow six on hold just for Ooh, one lunchtime. just on. for lunchtime. <laughs> problem is if and there's three people
1: in it makes perfect sense if there's four people in Feels like Siege. Yeah, but there's six of us. So we can have two lots going. See yeah. if we can get in the same match. If we get all six of us in the office at one point, yeah. That doesn't happen after <laughs> yeah. these days. Monday.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Now before you went away, you also got to play Resident Evil
1: 3. I did. I played like Is it two... called three
0: is it just called that or is it called Remake No, as well, so
1: it's just called Resident Evil Three. Right. Like there's uh so I think the confusion there is Final Fantasy Seven is officially called Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Yeah. But Resident Evil Two and Three are just they just they don't Fizzes. use the word remake. We call it that. But, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to play about two hours of it. I also got to play another couple of hours of uh, Resistance as well, which is the multiplayer mode. Feeling like I'm already done with that part of it, to be honest. Like, right. we, we played it a bunch of XO, and then I played it a bunch of... I've probably played about four or five hours of it. Feel like I've kind of had my fill at yeah. this point. Uh, it is really fun when you play with friends, but... There's only so many times you can do that same loop. I say that as we play Siege every day, yeah. but you know, that game feels like it's different every mm-hmm. time, where Resident Evil Resistance feels like the same. Yeah. Anyway, the main event was obviously the single player game. And I f- all I can say is, it's really, really, really good. Yay. Yeah. Like Nemesis is incredible as well. Like I was very much an- going into this anticipating what how they were going to step up Mr. X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because from the original, Mr. X was a big step up anyway. So he's not even, even in the A playthrough in Resident Evil 2. He doesn't come to like the B playthrough. Right. And he and he wasn't like, quite the pursuer that he was in Resident Evil 2. But Nemesis definitely was that in Resident Evil 3. So they had to step up again. And it's crazy how tense and scary that thing is as well. Like as soon as... You have you have sections where he'll just appear. Right? There'll be obviously sections where he's not there. Yeah. But when the sections when he does appear, he's relentless and he won't leave you alone until you trigger the next story beat. Until you manage to like right get into a cutscene, but sometimes you don't know where you're going there was a section where I played for, running around in circles for about 20 minutes that's like you've got this whole city area it's like a maze as well you're trying to work out these new routes then it all sort of almost in a Dark Souls way it sort of circles back to itself as well Right. and I was just doing endless loops because every time I thought I'd shaken him he'd just like <laughs> airdrop in front of me right. or just come I'd see him in the distance running at me in full steam and I'm just having to like dodge out the way and stuff yeah. like. And he's just he's non-stop
2: he's really scary so I've never played Resident Evil three mm. so I had really no idea what to expect from that ne- yeah. the only way I know Nemesis is through the fucking dreadful movies Oh yeah, and I think he's <laughs> hilarious in that like I actually like the second movie better than the first just right. because he's just dumb but there's the first thing i saw of this was a gif of just like you play as jill right in yes. this and her running sort of forward and then like nemesis leaping from like behind mm-hmm. her and sort of doing like almost like a matrix style skid as he lands yes and turning around and like lashing out with this giant like tentacle he said like, he, i had no idea that this was what he was like the tentacle he does
1: that a lot mm-hmm. as well so anytime you feel like you've made some ground on him he'll he'll either jump in front of you chase you down or whip the tentacle grab your legs and then pull you towards him right and then he'll just start swinging for you (laughs) he'll just just constantly throw punches trying to grab you Mm at all occasions the way I mean looking at that on paper it feels like this feels impossible or awesome.
0: frustrating yes, yes but a
1: way they've sort of counteract that is adding a move called the quick step which is basically like a dodge burn but it's right. a sharp maneuver that you can do in sort of any direction but when done just right you can time it just right it gives you like, it slows down time ever so slightly and gives you a boost of distance as well right. so you can usually boost get far away turn around and pop some shots off and maybe down him for a second and right. by downing him I mean take him down to one knee
0: Right. he
1: sits there for a seconds and then gets back up again but it gives you enough time to get to the next location it's 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 very tense but it does create this great sense of pace and urgency in the game as well you feel like Mm -hmm. you're in true danger and you're constantly being chased whereas Mr X he felt felt like once you got a couple of rooms past him he'd basically lose you at that point and you could shake him off. And as long as you were quiet, he wouldn't find you again for a while, unless he's prowling. Nemesis is just on your tail at all times. So is the entire
0: game going to be like that? Because that that would feel incredibly relentless. You'd get
1: to the end of it and just go like... I imagine so. Well, especially for people, you know, there's the classic Resident Evil idea of going into a save room, right, and taking your time managing your inventory and stuff like that. So from what I could tell... He doesn't go in there. I right. thought... And I get, I, but I have a feeling that he might in the, in uh, this game. I feel
2: like that'd be a cool thing to do, right? It's that yeah. a thing that, like... Because I, I love Alien Isolation. I think it's my favourite yeah. horror game of all time. But that thing where, like, even saving in isolation isn't safe. Like, no. as you slot that keycard in and you're waiting for those little, uh, like, switches to light up. Yeah. You're like, if that fucking thing comes and spears me through the back before that final one's on. Yeah. And I do love the idea of, like, being in that safe room. You're about to go on the typewriter and he just kicks the door yeah. down. Yeah. So
1: I think, I think it was maybe Jesse or somebody I read somewhere who had the fantastic idea of what if he only entered a save room, but say, if you've used it too much, if you've mm-hmm. been spamming it, yeah. or something like that, and then he can burst in and yeah. like rip the door down or something like that. And that would like, especially if it had the save room music and everything, it built you into this false sense of mm-hmm. security as yeah. well. Anyway, but he, uh, just like Alien Isolation, actually, there's periods, especially what I played, where he's not there. They yeah. sort of storyline-wise remove him for a second, like it's just having a sit down, yeah. You would, would trigger cuts, like for example, in, in the part that I played, I triggered a cutscene where I went down into a sewer and I went through such a small gap that he couldn't get through, right? And, and slid down a thing that created enough separation that he'd effectively lost you. Gotcha. And then I played out a whole sewer section where he wasn't there, right? But then he always comes back around. It's just like Course, every yeah. nemesis section, there'll be a quiet section, and then there'll be a nemesis section again. And uh, so from what I can gather, if it's like in Resident Evil 3, he'll always be be the boss as well right so I think maybe there's one or two occasions the original where he's not but pretty much every time he's the boss battle it's just sometimes there's a different variation of him or in different setting so you're gonna be seeing a lot of this guy That's right. does it feel like the original Um not massively like it feels like the original like Resident Evil 2 remake feel like right. the original and that's what i and it it absolutely feels like more of the same with Resident Evil 2 with the addition of Nemesis and the quick step you can barely tell it apart it's it's like a lot of the locations will probably be the same as well if it copies the original like the police station you visit that well that's what I mean like
0: you know a lot of the puzzles felt very familiar in 2 like I only played the beginning of it but I recognised a lot of that stuff yeah and that's the same for 3 then
1: Uh, From what I can tell, they they do, they they have said on record that they've had to change this one up a lot more because the story didn't work as well. Uh, Something that is different and why they've included Resistance on this one is there's only one playthrough. It's just Jill's playthrough. Right. Whereas in Resident Evil 2, obviously, you've got Claire or Leon's A and Claire and Leon's B as well. So there's like four different variations there. Yeah. So this one is way more focused uh And hopefully that works out better for pacing and just general length of the game. The original is quite short. You can do it in a, probably about I don't know the first playthrough. I'd say about seven hours, but most playthroughs you could probably do in about four, which right. is quite That's short game. Quick, yeah. yeah, so um, hopefully they've extended it out a little bit as well. And I'm excited to see what they've done with some of the other characters as well, because in the original they were kind of very cabal cut out sort of two D characters. Yeah. And they seem, from what I've seen so far, they've added, seem to have added a bit of depth to that as well. So I'm excited to see what they do and if they change the story too much.
0: All right. Sounds Mm. good. Yeah. And then also this week, we got some more news on Baldur's Gate, of which you were a big fan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's not just we got more news. We actually got to see it. Got to watch like an hour and a half of it being played from the start of the Mm. game onwards, which is really exciting because nobody knew what it was going to be because... Obviously, there's not been a Baldur's Gate game for well, nigh on 20 years now, yeah. basically. In mean, 2001, I think, was Baldur's Gate 2. Um, and so Larian, who are the people that made Divinity Original Sin 2 and 1 and all the other Divinity games, they're the people who have kind of taken over because it used to be a Bioware game. And obviously, mm. Bioware have nothing to do with that anymore. Yeah. Um, so there was kind of this big idea of like, well, what's it going to look like? Is it going to look like an old game? Is it going to look like a throwback? Is it going to be super modern? And it's they found like this really nice in-between, I think, where... It's still a, like Baldur's Gate was, it's a top-down isometric sort of like, look at, like almost like seeing it from a god's eye view okay yeah. but when you chat to characters it actually becomes much more like the witcher or dragon age where like the camera swoops down and it becomes a cinematic camera oh, okay and even though that camera is always pulled out actually all those characters are the same character models like they all are motion captured they've got facial expressions sure, yeah so it's actually like a super modern interpretation of actually quite an old style of play um but the other interesting thing is it doesn't doesn't really play exactly the same as Baldur's Gate 2 and 1 did, which I think might be a point of contention for a lot of old fans. But I actually think it makes a real lot of sense. Because there you have to update Baldur's Gate. Like, you can't of have course, people yeah. play. In the same way that, obviously, a Resident Evil 3 remake can't just be tank controls no. and all of that. like And just with prettier graphics, it just wouldn't make sense. But what they've done is... The thing that's amazing about the original Baldur's Gates is what they were doing was translating... Dungeons and Dragons which is obviously a game that you play with your friends around a table using lots of chat and dice Mm. and they managed through um, an amazing hybrid of mad systems to turn it into a video game sort of shouldn't have ever been able to happen (laughs) but they did and so they turned what was at that time second edition into a video game. Well what Larian have done is rather than trying to make a direct sequel to those games, they've looked at what fifth edition D&D is and gone well let's make that into the game. Okay. So actually there's quite a lot of mechanical differences. Right. Um and the most fundamental one I think is in Second edition D&D, the way that they did that for Baldur's Gate is they tried to make all the battles feel real-time. Yep. Even though technically they were turns, they didn't show you those turns happening, so all your characters were moving all the time. Mm. Right. Whereas now they're just like, look, everybody knows that D&D works turn-based, so we're not going to have any pretend. I also think like the rise of D&D podcasts have probably just made people realise that's how Dungeons & Dragons works. works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've got all of that, but it now means that you get like the the heightened stakes that you get in D&D when you're waiting for those dice to roll and you're like, am I going to get like a natural 20 on the dice or am I going to fucking completely fail? Yeah. And the way that they're doing that is you've got a bit of that XCOM, you know, of so like when you aim like your bow and arrow or your gun in XCOM, it's like you've got 40% chance to hit. Right. Mm. Um, and so you get all of that. So it's like, oh, is this going to work? But the other thing you've got is in a and d game, you can obviously always just talk to your dungeon master and go, well, hey, I've got this idea and I want to see if it works. And the DM sort of invents something on the flight, yeah. see if you can do it. They've tried to roll all of that into the game to make okay. it mad. So the one thing that they were experimenting with on the stream that they were doing last night is... Basically, there was a monster running towards his player character, and he was just like all of his attacks weren't hitting, so he's just like I've got nothing left. So, literally, had his character pull his boots off and hurl the boots <laughs> right. at the enemy, and it's just little bits like that. Like they pushed a, I think it was a halfling off a cliff, and it fell off the cliff and didn't die. So they then picked up a box and hurled it off the cliff at him, right. oh and God. all these little sort of really tactile things because you have at the bottom in the like the UI, just things like push, pull, dip, jump. Right. all these little things it's like it's, Monkey
1: Island yeah exactly like <laughs> yeah.
2: Monkey Island but applying those to just everything in the world Right. so it's sort of like if you dip swords on uh, like bonfire yeah. you'll put your sword in the bonfire and set it on fire yeah. so that you've got
1: so is there like an element of like real physics like in Breath of the World? sort of
2: thing so actually it was reminding me a lot of Breath of the World oh, which really? in turn wow. remind me a lot of um, like how Dishonored works in the fact that like you literally everything is a tool to mm. be used yeah um, so it is like if you it, one of the big rules in Dungeons and Dragons is if you have the high ground, obviously mm-hmm. you, you've you've got an advantage there. Yes. So what what Baldur's Gate lets you do is if you can see some crates, pick the crates up and stack them and stand on top of the crates, and then you've got advantage. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, they all affect like the stats that you've got on if your attacks will land better or not. So, mechanically, it's like it's incredible. Yeah. But it also seems to be like I think it's not just mechanics that an RPG relies on, right? It's story as well. Yeah. And they've got this incredible story where it doesn't have to be a direct sequel to Baldur's Gate 2, because Baldur's Gate 2 finished what those games were about. But what it's done, is sort of taken the... uh, So the story of those old games was is that you were actually, it turned out you were basically the spawn of the God of Murder. Right. So you got this kind of... Yeah. (laughs) So you got this dark passenger that was sort of part of you, but it meant that you were so much stronger than other people. Whereas in this one, what you are is at at the very, very start, they've got this incredible like blizzard-grade opening cinematic where there's basically a nautiloid, which is, if you can imagine, a giant flying squid spaceship. Right. Um, Done. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> which, has been, which has been piloted by a mind flayer. Now, you might know the mind yeah. flayer from yeah. Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Yeah. So, obviously, they look like Cthulhu, basically. Mm. Well, it's really obvious through a bit of like visual storytelling that they might be dying out because there's all these corpses in this spaceship and there's one that's the last one left. And this Mind Flayer has been, like, stealing other people from, like, cities and putting them in the ship and infecting them with a tadpole that basically goes into their mind and will eventually turn them into a Mind Flayer. Right. So there's obviously sort of, like, this, he's the last of his kind... But you're one of the people who are on the ship, so now you have this tadpole in your head, right. which is allowing you to have special abilities beyond what you'd normally have. Okay, and yeah. so it's are we all We still this... talking
1: about the same game? Yeah, yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> so... sort of what's going on here? Isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> so all the so at the start of the game, you... that ship crashes and you've come off it, and it's finding those people that are on that ship, and that becomes your team. Yeah, and it's like I'm really interested to see where all of that goes. But depending on who you choose, because you can play like they're saying that there's going to be at least five different characters you can play as or make your own but anybody that you don't choose to play as becomes someone that you can have in your party but the one that they were showing you he was like um he's what's called a vampire spawn so he's not a vampire but he's enslaved to a vampire okay so familiar yeah yeah Yeah. so he's got certain elements but he needs to drink blood and so it's like when you set up camp do you want to drink the blood of all the people in your Mm, team yes And so it's like, there's bits where like they're rolling dice and it's sort of like how much am I going to drink? Am I going to go all the way and potentially yeah. kill them or just a little bit? And it's like, if you go all the way and you maybe don't quite kill them, it's like, how do I explain in the morning when someone's feeling really sick? Yeah, and it's that. like, you're looking quite perky. Yeah. So there's all of these, like, it's all the things that I love about D&D. Like this is why I listen to D&D podcasts. It's why I, you know, try and play it when I can. Mm. All of that in like this incredible sort of package that's been built by what is my favorite RPG team. Like I basically think... Yeah. I've it's got, jam. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say,
0: you seem fairly excited <laughs> so, for this game. And the thing
2: is, it's like, so they're bringing this out in uh, early access this year. So you'll get to play the first acts of it, which is something that they did with Divinity because actually player feedback for them is really important before they finish the rest of it yeah. but I've got that coming out this year and I've got Final Fantasy 7 remake coming out this year Ooh. I think this might be the best year I've ever had <laughs> when
1: does that actually come out the Baldur's Gate
2: um, so they haven't they're basically, when does that
1: pack come out the, the
2: um, access they said uh, like yesterday at packs that they're hoping in the next couple of months but there oh, okay. are quite a few significant bugs at the moment the one thing being is save games don't currently work at the moment ah, that, that's so, and they were playing it live and like all of his party got killed in the first but also, he had to start the game oh again because they couldn't reload. But he's like, once that's sorted out, and once some of the other like, there's a few animation bugs and stuff like that. Once they're happy, they're like, they put that out, and they reckon there's about twelve hours of it ready for people to that's play. Cool, Decent how
1: game, transparent man. they're being, like off yeah. the bat. Like, they've only just like shown it. For yeah, the first that's the time, first right? time and they show you all this stuff and tell you all the bugs that already yeah. exist in the game. Like that's really that, cool. That's
2: why I think like Larian are like unique among so many sort of developers because they just want people to. understand how games are built and why it takes them a very long time to do it but also if you get as many people as possible to involve themselves and like because you can play as five different characters that all have you could play them in so many different ways so you're talking like hundreds of different variations how you could play that get everybody in test that opening area and then it's like then we'll show you what can happen yeah yeah. i think that's that's really exciting
0: See, it sounds like a good game.
2: Yeah. But not it's as good. It's definitely not for everyone.
0: <laughs> not as good as the Endless Search. Oh no.
2: Inside is a UK AJ and crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. What at the DJ we're coming through? Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Is the endless search?
0: So this week is my very first it is. Uh, time them, do in the in the hosting chair, hmm. uh, and it is the perpetual pursuit. It's our favourite. It's our current favourite, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, I mean it helps. That can you remember the name of the guy that emailed? Well, him? I've done my own. Oh, these have are you? all my original. So these aren't own from ones. the
2: list of these are not over from the two thousand. Was it? I think it was <laughs> only no. two thousand that he yeah. made. Yeah,
0: so I've done all of these myself. Okay. They're all films, oh. and they're all from IMDb's top 250 films of okay. all time. Okay, nice, okay. So that narrows it down yeah. slightly. There are 10 of them. Some are easy. Some are a little less easy. <laughs> okay. Is there a theme? They're all films from IMDb's top 250. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. exactly.
1: <laughs> Don't get a point for that, then.
0: Good God. Like, come on. I was really happy with this. Yeah, all right. Okay. And so.
2: for anybody that hasn't heard this oh, before, yeah. do you want to give a quick refresher?
0: Well, it's basically like a thesaurus on your favorite film. Mm. So if you were Star Wars, it would be like...
2: Uh, Space battle.
0: There you go. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Yeah. A thesaurus, of course, not a therosaurus, <laughs> as I said last week, because <laughs> I'm a numpty. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So all right. you know now.
0: <laughs> and of course, it's, you know, whoever shouts the answer first gets the point. Yep. Cool. Let's uh, do if it. If it comes down to a tiebreaker, it's wrestling. What? You two have got to wrestle. Okay, that's oh, fine. I'll yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> Dale's definitely <laughs> beat me. I know all the moves. <laughs> all the moves. Half Nelson, yeah. I don't know.
1: That is a move, yeah. Not, I know that, not that like commonly
0: used, but yeah. No, it's, that was a kind of big daddy giant haystacks kind of. A full of, Nelson
1: yeah, is like the oh, proper luck. You can do a half Nelson suplex there as well. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, on to <laughs>
0: the perpetual pursuit. Right, are you both ready? Sure. Indeed. I'm going to start with retaliators finish competition. <laughs>
1: retaliators finish competition. Is there
2: like a colon before after retaliators? Is that there might be? There might okay. be. <laughs> okay.
1: Retaliators. So
0: why? Retaliators finish competition.
1: Oh, oh Avengers, Avengers Endgame, Endgame. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't know I'm going to have to split that point <laughs> okay, You said yeah, it at exactly, point, exactly yeah. the same time <laughs> Half each It was Finish
2: that got it for me Retaliators was what I got Oh I got stuck mm-hmm. on that one I, like,
1: I worked I, at Endgame before
2: I worked at Avengers I thought so.
1: Finish would have been the easier yeah. bit Bandits of the Misplaced Chest Raiders of the Lost Ark oh. Well done <sighs> Boom there's something about the cadence the way he said that that made me think of that less than the word. Yeah, well, there's yeah. one in
0: here, <laughs> but if you don't get it purely from the cadence, then <laughs> okay. Uh, this is quite hard to say. Swindler
1: singular, <laughs> what okay, and um, swindler, swindler singular. Um, oh god. I'm like, all I can think of right now is like Thief 1, <laughs> something <laughs> That's like that. a video that. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, something like that though. Oh um, my God. You're not a million miles I'm, away. Uh, yeah, I can tell. One of those
0: words might be correct. <laughs> Probably one.
1: <laughs> um. Oh my God. Five more seconds. I'm
2: completely blanking there's not, there's not a film like called Con One is there or Con there isn't but there is a film called Rogue One.
1: Oh, nah. Rogue One oh that was foolish and also all
0: of the the words are from, are from thesaurus that is Con-
1: not the name of the film
0: as well he should have done a Star, Star Wars story. oh shut <laughs> up but then it would have been really fucking obvious uh, this is my least favourite Okay, hey. uh, Initiation
1: um oh Start, yeah, something Did like that. beginning. Um, oh god! All I can think of is annihilation. I know it's not that. I need to get that out of my mind. Alex, looking at I me. Thought these, is. I thought these would be a lot easier. <laughs> it's easy when you know. I know, right? Um, initiation.
0: Oh, another word for initiation or start. Again, one of my favourite films of all time. Oh god. By one of my favourite directors.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, um, no, uh, drawing a blank. Single word. Yeah, I can't believe it was a single word. One <laughs> of
0: his other films is a particular favourite of the podcast.
1: Oh, oh, Inception. There you, there
0: you go. Yeah. Really needed the clue for that one. <laughs> uh, I like this one. Lake bitches. <laughs>
1: Lake bitches. <laughs> uh, um, thinking of war dogs. <laughs> it's not war dogs. Uh, oh, no! Something. <laughs> Come on, yeah. I know, I like... know, I know, I know. You're looking at me, aren't? but that's because you, well. yeah. you said one word uh, correct. <laughs> right, okay, lake but, bitches. Yeah. Um, so, river. Rest of our dogs. There you go! Speaking oh. of river. <laughs> river dogs. <laughs> so three
0: and yeah. a
2: half to half. Um, I'm not how, how many have we got? Ten. We've got another we're halfway there. Right.
0: <coughs> yeah. Uh disfigurement mug.
1: Disfigurement. Um <sighs> The Scarface. There you oh, go. When yeah. I was thinking a ball, I was a cup. In my head, I had an ugly cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is quite hard going yeah. through and trying to think of. Like, I, I was trying to do Raging Bull, and there's nothing good for a bull.
1: Uh, angry cow. Yeah, we've actually had Maybe. that one. I oh, have we? Right. <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: That's it because I don't. I don't listen to the podcast. Sorry. Unbelievable. Uh, ooh, Dale's having a drink. That's alright Carry on. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till you finished. Builds the tension. (laughs) I'm not going to cut to an ad break or anything like that. Right, right, right. Uh, Ready? Yep. Sovereign wife. Sovereign
2: wife.
0: Again, another particular. What's
2: another word
1: for wife? Loz <laughs> that would be weird <laughs> that is my wife's name by the way she's the only wife in the world <laughs> yeah. for me yes Matt yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> so I don't know why I'm trying to butter her up <laughs> oh god it's another uh, word from wife what was she that oh. day back in May <laughs> I mean she was my fiance back then well no I mean <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah I got it um, what was the first one again Sovereign is it Princess Bride? It is the yeah.
0: Princess Bride.
2: <clears throat> I don't think I stand a chance. Of well, winning you that, don't do know. Like
0: <laughs> you've got to get the rest right. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Kang! Okay. Because you didn't get Rogue, Rogue One. You can't no. win. There we go. Sorry, right, oh, but you can <gasps> draw. You can draw. I can draw. And I play Like I say, if you want to wrestle, we <laughs> <then> it. <go. laughs> Three left. This one is Kooky Ceiling, Anger Artery.
1: Kooky ceiling, angry artery. Anger artery. Anger artery.
2: Um, Anger artery. I don't know, right? <laughs> Something, oh.
1: Break it, distill it down into vein. its vein <laughs> is the last one, I guess. Um, blood rain, blood vein. No, angry vein is ceiling. incorrect.
2: All oh, right, okay. Uh, what ceiling other? would be roof, I'd imagine? Well, oh.
0: might not be. Oh.
1: Um.
0: I would say focus something, on the last two.
1: Something heart. No,
0: it's uh, not a part of the human body. Arteries. Her arteries are also something else. Oh, okay. like a
2: They're pathways, wh- aren't they?
0: Oh, I did not Maybe know Maybe not a pathway, but <laughs> <laughs> something else. I'm thinking might about go Terry. No,
2: that's, that's not the right one. <laughs> not, <laughs> just imagine <Cannon>. if, <laughs> your body's just full of shells. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's another word for kooky? Crazy. Quirky.
2: Mad. Weird. Oh.
0: Mad. What? Mad. <laughs> Kooky so, Ceiling, Anger Artery, <laughs> mad. mad... My God. I'm, Can't oh. think of a film that begins with Mad.
2: Mad Max Fury Road. There
1: you oh. go! <laughs> oh, ceiling yeah. of Max yeah. is very... Oh, what? Yeah, come on. Just have a go at Thesaurus.com,
0: not me.
2: <laughs> I absolutely get it, but it's not an easy yeah. one. <laughs> right,
0: this is the one that's, I think, purely down to cadence. Okay. You ready? Latch, cash, and a pair of scorching... Lock seven socks. Socks. and I was <laughs> <in> working <laughs> barrels. <laughs>
1: Matt was there slightly uh, yeah, before yeah, you. Yeah, 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 it's fine.
0: So, it's all on this last one, which is my favourite. Okay. Wait, hang on. Can we do a quick score check? Uh, you are on four and a half, Dale. Matt is on three and a half. So, if oh, Matt gets this, it's, it's a draw. <laughs> we wrestle.
1: That's, that's really what I want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, you need to let Matt guess this. And it is Spunky Ticker. Okay, um, who's got a spunky ticker? <laughs>
1: Crazy heart, brave heart. Oh! <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, Dale got the spunky ticker. <laughs> spunky for brave, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's all odd there. One. Yeah, it's a odd one. If you're so spunky, you're brave. Except so for you're. Max, that one was mad ceiling. But that's you know, max.
2: maximum. You hit your yes. ceiling, I suppose. I think of it's very a it stretch. Yeah, I think it's a stretch. Yeah. Look good
1: though it's good fun I like that game
2: well that's good Cause Cause actually, we're right. going
1: to be doing it every single week <laughs> I imagine for eternity, eternity. <laughs> until we get through all 2000 of his entries uh, have we done it on games yet uh, no we no, haven't we should, we should do it on games. games yeah it's good fun there you go unless uh, you've got a different game then write in with it how do they do that dear? IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com please Perfect. write in with your what was the name of the thing again endless search game.
0: Yes. <laughs> anyway,
1: I was going to say perpetual pursuit no. but it can be anything
2: yeah Matt, you've got the first piece of feedback. I do, yes. It's from Ollie Smith, who says, Hi IGN forward slash The Firm, Hello. in capitals. I can speak on behalf of both. I was going to say we're not all The Firm. <laughs> you sit firmly in the middle of the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just thought I'd throw my two cents in regarding the trophy hunting discussion you were having last week. Hello. This is your specialist subject, isn't it, Dale? Mm-hmm. I totally get that it's not for everyone, but I love collecting trophies, and I've never treated the system as something that narrows or restricts my experience of a game. In fact, for me, it's quite the opposite. Yep. I only hunt trophies in games I love, and consequently, that allows me to experience the entirety of my absolute favourites. I'm Currently on the charge towards Red Dead 2's Platinum Trophy. Oh, that one's tough. <laughs> have you got that one, Dale?
1: No, <laughs> you have to get like every like compendium at every animal in the right. game. Is it all just super tough?
2: Is it all just for the single? It's not multiplayer trophies, is it? As uh, well? I think
1: there is some multiplayer ones, but I think they're more achievable from what right. I remember. Mm-hmm. It was the single player one, there was a few, and you have to get like a gold medal on every single mission in the game. That's sure.
2: well. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, He says it's added a little structure to the post-game fun while enabling me to stumble upon bits of the game I would never have seen otherwise, Mm. which is something I do quite like about trophies. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Look at at trophies as a little dopamine hit alongside the opportunity to soak up all the stuff in the games you love the most. Love the pods and the site, guys. Keep up the excellent work and wish me luck on my way to platinum number 108. So
1: that's exactly so I'm on 107 right now so Ah. my next one will be my 108 race to 108 (laughs) Uh, he'll probably win because I'm not going for anything right now but yeah but he's doing red dead that is true is what you want to back do back is just
2: find like you know those <clears throat> when you used to be able to get like movie tying games exactly. that would give you the plat in sort oh, of 20 I, minutes <laughs> see that's the thing
1: so in the early days I used to do absolutely used to do that right but in the last I'd say since I've worked here especially I've only really now go for games that I love like recently I, the last one I got was Final Fantasy 7 mm-hmm. just because I decided I want to replay that again on PlayStation and I've set myself the goal of I'm going to aim for this yeah. and I also got to do things even though I've finished that game so many times I got to do things I'd never done like get Barry to be your date at the golden yeah. source mm-hmm. because the trophy sort of suggested i do that yeah so i'm absolutely on board with him that's like kind of tr- what i try to do these days yeah. don't get me wrong some of them are still like telltale games they're ones that just sort of come they pop, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. come easily but uh like one i got last year i was quite proud of was the last of us because mm-hmm. i'd never gone back and finished it on the hardest difficulty that was the only one i had left to do so i just went back to play it and just did that and then it's had a great time but also it's a one i can be proud of as well i think
2: I mean, it also suggest you're actually quite good at games if you can do the last of us on the hardest mode yeah, it's like, i mean that's i've a played difficult game, game a lot
1: of times mm-hmm. like, i know where all the spawn points yeah. are and things like that is there any game
0: or platinum hunt that you gave up on because it's oh, just too much
1: loads really- absolutely loads. i can list them all like but there's tons where there's ones like, like red dead for example like, when i start a game that i love or I, you know i grow to love i look at the list and i think Yeah, I can maybe do this. And then sometimes it becomes apparent that this is ridiculous. I will never... And then I'll just sort of stop. Or I'll get the ones I want to get. Yeah. And then just give up the chase for the platinum. Red Dead was absolutely one of them. Once I finished the game, I looked at them all, thought I could do some of these. But then I started to do the animal collection thing. And then one of them was ridiculous, all the different types of birds that you have to find. Right. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Gave up on it immediately. But... I think I'm going to try, as long as it's fair, I'm going to try for the Resident Evil 3 one. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Final Fantasy Seven remake. It yeah. just depends on how fair they are and how many yep. times I have to play through the game. <laughs> or if I want to play through the game that many times. Yep. But yeah, I'm on board. I agree with his opinion. You have the second piece of feedback. I do. It's from Neil Clark. And it's also about Platinums. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, a theme here. Yes. I was listening to your most recent podcast and I wanted my send my two pence worth. So he said two pence. He said Two cents.
0: What a global world we live (laughs) in, (laughs) eh? Mine's going to be in euros. That'd be cents as well. Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) it's more expensive as euros. Yeah, bad exchange rate. I feel I have have a complex relationship with them as I want to try and platinum every game but I look at some of the trophies and find myself thinking fuck off (laughs) (laughs) I do that (laughs) also when I'm in pursuit of them if there's any real grind to get the trophy to pop I find myself starting to resent the game Lego Marvel 2 I'm looking at you I recently platinum both Lego Marvel and Jedi Fallen Order when both plats popped it didn't really do much for me more of a tick in the box. But when I platinumed, not totally sure if that's a real word, God of War, I did feel a real sense of pride, mainly because I tried to be, mainly because trying to beat the last Valkyrie was a two to three endeavor. What does that mean? Two to three?
2: Maybe it means like two, was, maybe that was a two to three days endeavor. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It says was a two wow. to three. Don't know. Um, fuck me. That was hard. It was hard. Actually, I've got that one as well. <laughs> See, I
0: started doing the Valkyries and yeah. I was just like, it's, there's more to life they're you. most
1: they're mostly not that much of a challenge it's the very last well that's, right. they're tough but the very last one is
0: an absolute that was, a, that was a slight dig at me there wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah they're not that hard they're yeah. not, they're not yeah. that bad
1: but the, the last one <laughs> and right, right, remember right. I put it down to easy on the last one as well because it was just so tough
2: and oh, will it still yeah. let you pop the trophy though yeah. if you didn't, yeah. didn't, yeah. It, oh, didn't that's, yeah. that's rubbish
1: <laughs> well I was right at the end then and it was the last one to get and I just I'd seen well, it well you should be happy Wow, yeah Uh, fuck me that was hard but the God of War Platinum Chase was actually a fun task I looked forward to undertaking the Valkyrie Trophy is my top gaming achievement there are certain games though I have no interest in trying to 100% namely The Last of Us as I don't want to reserve obsessive compulsion to ruin what is possibly the most perfect of games same goes for Uncharted 4 but this game also has some fuck off trophies e.g. rushing roulette defeat enemies with a pistol followed by a machine gun followed by a grenade all within 15 seconds <laughs> fuck off I've actually got that one I've got the on trophy and for usually on those sort of things there's like you can quickly look on YouTube and somebody showing you a quick way yeah, of doing yeah. it all a right. quick way of attempting it well I enjoy the pursuit of trophies and enjoy that he's tried to write the noise when they Mm -hmm. pop some games can be ruined by obsessing too much anyway just some thoughts I had and considering I live in Hanoi I assume it's It's in Hawaii right so Hanoi I guess we have school closures at the moment due to the impending zombie apocalypse so I had a few (laughs) spare minutes to write an email keep the pods coming always look forward to new episodes Neil currently not a zombie good that's good
0: uh i have another email about trophies but it's slightly different so this is from andrew lynch and okay. it's about trophies that he wants again now i'm going to paraphrase because he swears a lot and, okay. well you just read it out so <laughs> um
1: wait since when do we not
0: swear in a podcast well i'm just being polite because okay. I, yeah. I i too bring an yeah, air of professionalism to the podcast that you perhaps don't <laughs> Um, so he was saying last uh, episode, you had a question about trophies you'd like to get again. Right. He actually wants to get them all again. Uh, ah. And the reason for that, and I kind of agree, because when you get that little ping mm. and it saves the screenshot, it's always the shittiest oh. part of what yeah. you get. You don't, it's like, that is a sense of achievement, right? You've just done something amazing. And normally it's on a menu
1: screen well, or it's, something it's like It's always that. a delay. There's yes. always like a three second delay from when you've done the thing <laughs> to the... Ch- the trophy pop in and then the feature the amount of times I've seen it as a black screen cause right. it's like the final cutscene is just kicking in or yeah,
2: something. yeah. So it's like the one thing because I'm playing through Dark Souls 3 at the moment and it's like you obviously get a trophy for killing a boss, you yeah. Know, those bosses are fucking difficult yeah. to kill. And what I want, I want it to grab the screenshot as I'm dealing the it final blow. Or a yeah. video, exactly. A yeah. yes. video would be. And a like, video. it's always when it's collapsed and faded out of existence, and yeah. all that's left is the bonfire. And like, that's. The, I yeah. see the bonfire all the time. I don't yeah. need to
1: see that on my screen. What they What they could do is take almost like a burst photo, yeah, of like the last three seconds. And then you can choose the frame that you want to should represent send an email
2: it. to Sony, mate. There you go. Okay. Give me a job. Presumably <laughs> you department. could. <laughs>
1: you could
0: use the share button to capture the last X minutes of video yourself. But you could, But then you
1: wouldn't see the, the ping would still be delayed. No.
0: Yeah. You could Photoshop it. It's <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe Sony should just sort it out. Anyway, yeah. uh, he basically wants to
1: redo all of his games. Would you do that? All 108 platinum's. Um, do you know what I'd like to see on the next gen of console I know they're just probably going to carry it over but it would be cool to have like a fresh start with people and then maybe have people would go nuts if they did that but then maybe have like a legacy like section you could prestige
2: your your trophies
1: but I like the idea of like because when I used it in the early days it was very much a competitive element with my friends Yeah, and it was like oh I'm on this many and now I'm on this many Mm -hmm. when you've had like two generations of consoles already and the Vita as well it's got that competition aspect of it is gone except for individual games. Yeah. So it would be quite cool to sort of have a fresh start. They're not going to do that because they're building in the ecosystem, right? They want people to stay yeah. in PlayStation mm-hmm. or in Xbox, and achievements and trophies are one part of that.
2: Yeah. I don't think like the idea of being able to prestige a trophy though if you can get the platinum again you get a better version of it where like the actual trophy is like two trophies on top of each other or
1: that'd be quite cool one thing I do really think they need to bring for next gen and Xbox kind of do already we were talking about it today actually yeah or maybe yesterday uh, was the idea of trackers yeah absolutely so uh I believe I don't really play Xbox that much they do do it quite a lot of them yeah Yeah, like I want to see if it says get 10 of these type of kills I want to see that I've got 8 of them already Mm -hmm. because the amount of times on games I've been yeah doing things aimlessly not really knowing when it's going to pop and then you know eventually it does but well that's the like
0: both Matt and I are very close to getting the siege platinum yeah um, and one of the things I have to do is uh, a ranked win with all the original operators, and I, mm. I've literally had to go back to the beginning <laughs> because I can't remember which ones that like, one matches checklist, right? Yeah, and also which ones that were victories through ranked and. Yeah. Oh.
1: But the, re- the reality is, this whole system is, you know, it's. It's another form of a game, right? It's like a meta game on top. Yeah. So let's lean into that. Give me more information to work with yeah. instead of have you having to write down these on a piece of paper. Yeah. Show a, a check sheet. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what it is. We're ticking off, ticking boxes, yeah. right? And some people get joy out of that. Some people don't. But I do get joy out of that. So lean into it. Give yeah. me more with it. Yep. Yeah. That's what I want. Again, Sony, hire me in your trophy department. <laughs> <team>. <laughs>
2: there you go. Last piece of feedback. Yeah, we've got a final one. So, this is from Craig Stewart from Aberdeen in Scotland. Mm. Afternoon, chaps. Last week, I made a rare venture onto the bus for my morning commute to work. However, right in front of me was an even rarer beast. The man seated in front of me was playing a PS Vita, a console I have long se- since seen in the, in the in the haven't seen in the wild. And on it, he was playing the exceptional Tearaway. Tearaway okay. is good. I do like mm, yeah, Tearaway. Tearaway is awesome. Um, I felt a sense of pride wash over me, being a Vita file myself. <laughs> I have a lot of affection for my old trusty Vita. Though what happened next was unexpected, to say the least. I've not read this. So I have no idea. Uh, I would what never happens. refer to myself as a Vita file,
1: by the way. It sounds a little <laughs> bit too close to something <laughs> <No>. else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So here we go. As I removed my headphones, separating my senses from the soothing morning dose of Enya, okay. my my ears would be immediately assaulted by the heaviest of metal, possibly Scandinavian in origin, <laughs> blaring out from the failing containment of the man's headphones. Granted, we should respect everyone's right to play their games in their own desired manner, but this was baffling combination which yes, tear away and Scandinavian metal. Mm. Um, I do believe there could be an alternative timeline when I have given into my primal instincts and struck this man with the knuckle-furnished side of my open hand. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, chill out, mate. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do this. <laughs> the bus doors opened, the gust of wind rushed in, and the man simply departed the bus as his ponytail and leather duster gracefully danced in the breeze. That's the complete <laughs> picture, you know, uh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. We, I know, I've got the <laughs> cut of his jib. Yeah. Sometimes at night, I lie awake and think about what he's playing now. Perhaps Animal Crossing while listening to Dimu... Ball gear, whatever that is, <laughs> or perhaps enjoying Cradle of Filth and Spyro simultaneously. <laughs> Who knows? From this experience, I obviously thought I would ask you guys if there is any particular way you enjoy to play through games, any habits, routines, or rituals you do when getting into a game. I know people enjoy listening to podcasts during long playthroughs, mm. or sitting at a couch or a desk. Or, but when you're when you play through as many games as you do for reviews, does that sometimes get in the way of playing the game or experiencing it in the manner you would want to? Personally I only start new games on a weekend or a day off as I don't like getting I don't like starting anything new particularly narrative driven games when I only have a short amount of time to get really stuck in.
1: Mm. Uh, so I listen to podcasts and music on phone games mm-hmm. and portal games but when I'm at home I tend to only ever listen to the game or yeah. really focus on Yeah I don't think that. I've ever listened to Yeah anything else especially when it's work related as well if I'm playing something for work mm-hmm. then yeah I just give my game the whole focus especially yeah. cuz the amount of hours I'm going into creating these, you know, soundtracks and sound effects and something mm-hmm. that's sometimes half the experience as Yeah, well. Absolutely. Um but yeah, when I play Football Manager, I always listen to all sorts of music and all sorts of podcasts as well. Because yeah. it's a game mm-hmm. that you can do that.
2: With. I think quite a lot of the games that we play anyway have really good sound design. Yeah, like yeah. you couldn't listen to some music while you're playing Siege. Nah, like it would nah. absolutely destroy the game. I mean,
1: it could you just be terrible at it. You yeah, hear yeah. people coming. Mm-hmm.
2: And in general, like I tend to quite like the soundscapes. A lot of the games I play, like mm. I would never want to play Final Fantasy without listening to that soundtrack. Right. Yeah. Um, I do. There are certain games that I will listen to podcasts with. So, for example. I don't play it so much anymore but when I have been on big sort of Destiny binges like Destiny unless you're playing in Crucible where you do need to listen to those footsteps largely you can just have a good time while having something else going on and quite often a lot of the stuff you're doing in Destiny is quite repetitive anyway yeah. so that helps sort of like helps combine two things that I want to do Yeah. also um, a lot of the time because I'm I'm not very good at the Dark Souls games but I do really really enjoy them so I'll spend quite a lot of time in an area learning where all the enemy placements are while I'm doing that I'll be listening to a podcast and then it's almost right. like my final run against the boss I'll then turn all that off so I can give it my attention 100% focus yeah it's like you're doing game time you're
1: a vision yeah exactly yeah,
2: yeah. but yeah other than that I like I, I really like games and I like what they <laughs> well, provide so yeah. I don't want to it's part of it isn't it yeah. yeah I know Cardi listens to music um, certainly when he's playing hard Halfstone I remember shouting at him yeah. uh, once because I was like I really like the music in Halfstone and he had no idea what any of like the audio cues of the cards were and I was like how do you not know we played this quite a lot together and it's just like oh well the Beatles are better Yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's like there is a point there but <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: if there's a game like Football Manager example, mm-hmm. as well where you can just you don't have to listen to any sort of audio yeah. mm-hmm. it feels like you know it's nice to do two things at once especially when it's a podcast yeah. episode you want to listen to yeah I've got music I listen to when I write I don't know about yeah, you. I have, yeah, but I've got very specific. Oh, do you? Your inspirational. Well, it's usually pieces. one of like three Sigur Rós albums that I put on, huh. you know, mainly because even though there's lyrics, I can't have lyrics that would be too distracting. And even though there are lyrics, they're Icelandic, so I can't understand mm. them. So it's just noises anyway. Right. Uh, but any words, I feel like throw me off. Yeah, but just having like sort of music in the background.
0: Yeah, I listen to like um, movie soundtracks a lot yeah. of the time.
2: Yeah. I mean that works yeah, very definitely. well for writing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've got a Mogwai album I listen to quite a lot for, for writing because obviously, you yes. know, I remember like in the earliest days of my career, like if I was listening to things with lyrics, I'd end up typing those lyrics. Mm, right. Um, but uh, and after a time, I did get out of that. So I can just listen to like normal pop tracks or whatever when I'm writing. But yeah, yeah a lot of the time I'll use a Spotify kind of just like randomly selected, you know, here's music from films or TV yeah. or games, you know, I'd mm. rather that. Mm.
1: What about you? Al? Do you do anything when you play games? I listen
0: to games. Yep, I play games, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> I play games as as they were meant to be. Yeah, uh, cool.
1: but no, no, no. It's all about
0: experiencing them as the maker would want them to be experienced. Yes, so if
1: you if you get your jollies by listening to. Slipknot was going to tear away then that's up to you <laughs> was he Slipknot or was it Cradle uh, of Filth or something it, he said it
2: was just Scandinavian in origin oh, potentially right, yeah. I think <laughs> he, he was theorising Cradle of Filth might go with Spyro that's <laughs> right yeah,
1: yeah
0: there you go mm. well thank you very much for your letters and also thank you very much for appearing on the podcast gents as always it's a pleasure. It was good fun. Thank you. And I'll be back again in six months' time when I decide. <laughs> you said it was going to be three months, and that was two weeks ago. I know. I feel like I'm on a roll. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's always a pleasure, and I will speed uh. you la Bye. I got that wrong.
2: Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye.